Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, alligator golf. Ever played it? We have to talk about annoying mom moments, plus boomers. And speaking of boomers, Joe Biden farted. Brandon's diet update, plus George Washington's estate. How much did it sell for? And new dating terms to go over, plus Paul Rudd is the sexiest man of the year. What? And Pop-Tarts with butter on them is the new thing. Porta potty Run, a prank call to Mount West Beer Fest. And speaking of that, it's scam season. There's a sleep study to talk about, plus a stupid criminal involving a street sweeper. Brandon and I, we have to talk about it. We are in the worst shape of our lives. Plus, the 2021 Toy Hall of Fame, a turkey shortage this year. Warheads that are literally warheads. Plus, Will and Jada Smith are out talking about their sex lives. Meanwhile, Yellowstone is back. And we'll end it all with a feel-good moment. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Okay, Brandon, you do a lot of traveling you yeah. know, with your band. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite foods that you come across while you're traveling that we don't have here? There's food places that we we like to go eat. Like when we're in Jackson Hole, there's a Cultivate Cafe. We like to hit that place up. It's pretty good. What's the other restaurant there? Cuddy's. Down in Denver, there's a... It's Slater's 50-50. That's what it's called. It's half bacon, half hamburger, burger. Then you had bacon. It's a lot of bacon. And that place is pretty good, but it's, is it something that it's like, I have to have it now? No. But what if you could? What if you could order that oh. and have it delivered to your door right Like now? experience the food with the family and be like, you got to try this. Yeah. Oh, hmm. yeah, maybe. I don't know. Be kind of weird. Yeah. I, I miss a lot of food from Arizona. I grew up in Tucson, the, the real Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Oh, the tamales people make during the holidays. Oh, yeah. Okay. This place called EG's. Mm-hmm. They only have there in Arizona. Okay. What about In-N-Out? Those are yeah, those yeah. are everywhere. I've eaten at In-N-Out. Wasn't impressed. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it's like, okay. Chick-fil-A. They're okay. Yeah. I would love to share some like real Mexican food with you mm-hmm. or some EG's. Okay. I think we should order it and have it delivered here. Would you share I, your one meal I, with me for a day? So how does this work? I know you so get they're one actually meal they're actually picking up food in Arizona, driving it up here or whatever. Yeah. This is a new thing that DoorDash is doing. They no. will they will deliver food from across the country. We could order a slice of pizza from New York City and have it delivered to our home. Let me let me have you ever ordered food from across town? And it got to your house and it was sketchy. It was cold and the fries were soggy. Uh You want me to trust food from New York? Hey, there's new technology out there. DoorDash is a pretty big company. I don't trust it. Unless they're frying the food out in their car on the way in. I ain't doing it. (laughs) I I think we just need to try this. I I mean, hey, I'll try anything once. But I'm just going to say there's no way possible. I want to share my childhood food with you. I know you're on this diet and you only get one fork meal a day. Yep, yep. Would you do that for one day with me? I will either cheat or I will have my one fork meal with you that day. Yes. (laughs) Okay. If it's good. We're going to order some subs from EG's all the way from Tucson, Arizona. I'm going to delivered here. I'm going to put things on that sandwich that are (laughs) non-perishable. Okay, Because it's got to come from Tucson. There's no way... Unless a speedy drone is flying it here in a matter of like half hour, an hour. You do have to do it in advance. Uh, I don't know if there's like a little man in the box that's making it on the way here. (laughs) So we'll just have to see how this works out. That's, I don't, man, it sounds sketchy to me. It sounds like, 
the things you would order with your mustard and ranch and, and mayonnaise on your sandwich, mm-hmm. and it sat there for 24 hours while it shipped to your home. I don't know, man. I don't, I'm still waiting on my RC car. I don't trust anything that ships. <laughs> I know this sounds sketchy. That's why we need to try it. Okay. So we'll try it, and then we can let everybody know how it turned out. Yeah, DoorDash. <laughs> Food from all over the world. Sounds fair. Yeah, yep. So how's the old isogenics diet going? Well, so I was down like another three or four pounds, <gasps> which was cool. Yeah, yeah. Everything was going real good. I had a good weekend, you know, and then I got a little drunk Saturday night and ate a bunch of pizza. So, Way to go, Brandon. Yeah, it was, but it's that chicken fettuccine Alfredo bar pizza that's just so good. Dang it. And I don't regret eating it. It was good. I was don't know. It? I don't remember how many slices I had, but I, I felt it. <laughs> I had some pizza. You felt it? I felt like I had pizza. Did you put your isogenic snacks on the pizza? No, I didn't. I didn't. There was no isogenic thought in my mind. No. All it was was pizza. (laughs) Did you like get rid of it, the diet already, or are you back on it today? Oh, I'm still on it. Yeah, it was just that. that When's your cleanse day? I haven't done one in a while because uh, I I did one, what was it, the uh, week, last week I did one. Um, it, it's just, it's not, it's probably not that noticeable. I mean, to you, you know, because it the just, weight loss, no, the cleanse days. I mean, I, I do lose. It seems like I lose about two pounds. I don't ever see I you eat it. anymore. Yeah. I don't eat. It's I've been very budget friendly. Raw dough right out of the refrigerator. Yeah. Like, I've done that. Mm-hmm. But, and I've seen you eat donuts. I've seen you eat yeah. and I haven't seen you eat in months. Nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. I haven't been doing that. Are you yeah. a closet eater now? Nope. Nope, no closet eating. I ate that pizza right out in front of everybody. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you, Brandon. I can oh. definitely see a difference. Good. Well, I, f- I feel better. It's it's a good diet. I, I recommend it to anybody that don't mind drinking shakes, you know, because you, you get all the nutrition, you get all the nutrients. Like, I f- don't feel like I'm lacking. Sometimes on those diets like fasting or if you're eating small meals and stuff, you just feel like you don't have enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever feel that way with this diet. I don't feel like I don't have enough uh, nutrients or whatever. I feel fine. Um, and I'm kind of used to drinking shakes in the morning. I've done that for years and stuff. But So it, I don't know. It fits my lifestyle. It's easy to take with you on the road. You know, you just bring a bag of powder and a, and a mixer, you know, shaker jug or whatever, and, and you're good to go. Well, I need to do something. Yeah. I'm definitely thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jump having a hard time, it. you know, jumping into it. I'm having a hard time finding that momentum, but it's coming. I can feel it coming around the corner. I think for me what led me up to the diet was, you know, having Taco Bell two or three days a two or three times a day. <laughs> that that kind of What? Oh, well, cuz I knew I was going to start a diet and I really liked Taco Bell. They're their tacos, their uh, Doritos Locos tacos. Also, you're trying to make yourself tired and of so it. And so I was like, let's burn this. I couldn't burn it out. I still want some of them tacos. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, my goodness. Don't those little snack bites remind you of tacos? Oh, yeah, they're darn near the same thing. Little wafers. So something very long and... What was that? It was like a burp. I didn't even know I had it. just like snuck up on me. <laughs> Anyways, I was totally ready to talk. It's so funny that you just did that because we're getting ready to talk about something very similar. Oh, yeah? Something huge happened last week in (laughs) Scotland. (laughs) President Biden was there, and he was there talking about cutting emissions. (laughs) (laughs) But but then he increased his own personal emissions while talking small talk with Camilla Parker Bowles. Yeah. So a so-called source says he, you know 
ripped one <laughs> during their chat, and it was a very healthy one. Oh, boy. I hear. All right. Quote, it was long and loud and impossible to ignore. Wow. Well, I mean, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's the president, you know, and he's out here ripping it. And yeah. Just <laughs> and at the same event, he nodded off during opening remarks. <laughs> You know, he's going to be 79 in a couple weeks. I mean, typical man, right? Just gassy, knock, nodding off. You know, when you, know, you get you to, try to have a conversation with him. and he's, When you get to that age, it's kind of hard to hold things in, too. They just have a mind of their own. I, I, I don't know. I do my Kegels to hope to uh, prevent myself from being that guy. Men can do that? Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. Really? It's obviously different layout. Explain it. But I don't know how to explain it. How does that work on a man? You just flex the downtown, you know what I mean? You you pucker and you flex. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm old and I honestly don't care what people think about anything I do. That was me, folks. Well, we have a special guest in the Roadhouse studio today. Uh, we just we wanted to talk about boomers because there's a lot of uh, rumors about boomers, that they're greedy, that they ruin the environment, and... <laughs> Boomers are digitally illiterate. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of wanted to hear from, you know, a boomer <laughs> about these rumors. <laughs> Barely. Barely a boomer. 64, I'm on the cusp. <laughs> oh, we didn't I'm even... On, I'm, on, I'm on the cusp of uh, of Gen X and, and baby boomer. But okay, if you want me to explain those sorts of things, I will explain them to you. So did you <laughs> take part in ruining the environment? Oh, absolutely. Every day, every, day, every chance I get. Yeah. Boy, I mean, I wish I could I could throw out litter more. <laughs> I actually didn't even that, think you were close to being a baby boomer. Yeah, I, that's I, what was going to make it funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm right You're, on the cusp. Are you really? Yeah. Wow, we were yeah, joking. Because generations are every 18 years, right? And the baby boomers are post World War II, so that would be 46 to 64. That's 18 years. Huh. Wow. We're also really good at math. The well. boomers are actually the ones that started leading the movement to help the environment so well, that's it's true just, it's just a rumor it's just hearsay well Back that, in the that is true yeah exactly because yeah, remember the, the ecology symbols and stuff like yeah. that and woodsy owl give a hoot don't pollute come on that's right I, out of the yeah. never heard of that you've never yeah. heard of woodsy allen no owl um, woodsy no. allen woodsy allen was a vaudeville <laughs> I remember performer it. woodsy owl yeah mm -hmm. no i've never heard give that give a hoot, hoot don't, don't pollute. pollute that's all you need to know <laughs> no you don't need greta thunberg you just we need give a hoot don't pollute that's all you need you guys, to know you guys are talking above me i have no idea what's going on Dude. but we had three r's recycle reduce and reuse i do remember that uh-huh yeah. yeah yeah you can't hold a baby in nuclear arms remember those those were great the nuclear nope. protests there was one here in wow. rapid when i was a kid yeah wow it was a big pro because of the air base this is back during the cold war yeah you know See, I'm, now we use nuclear stuff to charge our devices, don't we? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> speaking of devices. Mm, not really. I don't but know, speaking I don't of know. devices, I know you do have a phone. Is it a flip phone or is it, <laughs> is it a smartphone? <laughs> it's a smartphone. Like okay, a, but right. is it a smart flip? No. Because, <laughs> I mean, back in the day, that Motorola Razor that flipped supposedly had the internet on it. Mine never worked. But yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Well, Brennan, if you could ask a boomer anything right now, now is our chance. Oh, do you have a Facebook page? Uh, we, you know the answer to this question. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's a do, no. we do we really want to go, I have a fake Facebook page, a Facebook page I have solely so I can go on 100.3 The Fox's Facebook page. Do you mm -hmm. use your fake Facebook page to you know, spy on people? Nope. I don't nope. Do, we, do we really want to go into my, my feelings on social media and things like that? Do we really no, absolutely go? not. Okay, we I don't want to open that door. You're a, great, you're a great follow on Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I got rid of all of that um, two years ago. I had a, I had a Twitter page, I had a Facebook, had all that, and I got rid of it two years ago. And it's probably been the best thing I've ever done. Did you think yes, the Russians were following true. you? I mean, they're not. Do you leave your home besides coming to work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to mm-hmm. go to, to go to the grocery store. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> do you do the grocery pickup or do you go in? Oh, I go in. Yeah. I you go also in. go inside the bank to deposit your paycheck. Not anymore. Woo! Oh yeah, because we have direct deposit. <laughs> oh yeah. So they took that away really from you. Moved yeah. Up in the world. Oh yeah, I go in to pay some bills though. Absolutely. Oh, my wow. Gosh. My cable bill. That's I go so in. Cool. To, I go in to pay my cable bill. Yeah. What do the people it. at the bank think of that? Do you, I don't do, do it you at write the, them a check too? At, at, at the cable place, absolutely. Oh I my do. gosh, wow. this is killing check. me. No, well the thing is, is that no, 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 no. If you ever live elsewhere where they don't use checks, then using a check is just kind of like nostalgia. I mean, I used to like when I first moved back here. I had a girlfriend who was from California, and she came out to visit me, and we went to the firehouse for dinner. Right, this is years ago. Okay, so we go to the firehouse for dinner, and she wants to pay for dinner. I said, no, 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 no. She goes, no, really, really. You know, you pay for my trip. And I, no, 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 no. I got to do this. I pull out my checkbook, and I pay for dinner with a check. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And she says, and I can't say exactly, but I'll bleep it. She goes, no bleeping way. Yeah. yeah. She's exactly. from San Diego. Yeah, it's like, yeah, nobody is like, check. It's like, yeah, that's the beautiful thing about this. But you can still pay for stuff with checks here. I don't yeah. remember the last time I wrote a check. What you call nostalgia, I call it very inconvenient. <laughs> really? <laughs> to write a check. Hold on, give me a five minutes here. I have to spell out 134 and 0100s or whatever. <laughs> That's a lost art. You know, I, mean, I, I bet you could take some Gen Z or they have no idea how to fill out a check. Yeah, but art. I will tell you this about, about checks. And I saw this when I came back here from New York. A guy was in a convenience store and buying lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. And they bought lottery tickets with a check. Wow. Apparently they did. And I asked the person behind the counter, I said, wait a second. That's, you, you can buy lottery with a check here? Because in New York City, you can't even use like a credit card or debit card. I mean, it has to be mm-hmm. cash, right? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's cash, isn't it? I said, no, it isn't. No. It's not yeah. even close to cash. <laughs> oh, I, wow. I don't do that in a grocery store. I use my debit card. So Very I've moved up to... <laughs> You know, 1997. Yeah, so wow. I've learned a lot today from from D Ray the the Boomer. Yeah. All Another right. thing I know about Boomers is they talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Brandon, here's a little story I like to call being interrupted when you're trying to watch TV. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's because I've been watching The Outsider on HBO. Hmm. See, Douglas watched the first seven episodes without me. Oh, I mean, rude. not a big deal. It's all right. Rude. <laughs> I think I was away at. Uh, the Citizens Police Academy or something. I can't remember. mm -hmm. But anyways, I was trying to get caught up while he was watching football, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was watching the end of this one episode, and it was, like, super intense, okay? Yeah, And up runs Michael, interrupting the very last few words. And it was, like, a big deal of the moment, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I couldn't pause it in time, and so the next episode starts starting. Uh. So I'm I'm like, it's fine. And so I rewind it after I help him out. Yep. And then here comes Douglas interrupting me again. I can't remember You're what like, it was. What in the world? Oh, yeah. He was asking me if I would make him spaghetti. <clears throat> and so I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, it starts the next episode again. So I mm-hmm. got to 
you know, back out of it, go to view all the episodes. Oh, yeah. Fast forward through the episode to get to the very last spot. Moment. Build it again. Here and it then comes. Here up it comes. runs the dog. Grr. The dog starts barking at me because he's got to go potty. Oh, boy. So I had to do that three times. <laughs> And then Douglas and uh, Michael were playing or something, so uh-huh. they were horsing around making noise, and so I had to pause it for about, you know, five minutes or so until they were quiet. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, you're ruining my moment. And then it was the stupidest end to the episode. <laughs> you're like, I, I like, did Why? all that for this? <laughs> yeah, I would have much rather talked to my family than watch oh, that. Yeah. So one of my talents when I was a child, and that I've been able to carry on as an adult as well, is interrupting. Um, whether it had been my mom or now my significant other, when they're watching a, a parent, an important show, or they're looking at something important on their phone. I'm really good at it. Like, yeah. I, it's one of my many talents. Yeah. I like it. Oh, another pet peeve when we're watching a movie together. Mm-hmm. Douglas will be on his phone or something or oh, watching yeah. his iPad because oh, yeah. he likes to watch sports while we watch movies. Yep. And then he'll be completely lost. When oh. something happens in the movie, he's like, well, why did that happen? I'm like, well, if you were paying attention. See, I'm not that bad. I will multitask as far as watching the show and being on my phone. But it's like I usually still have a clue what's going on. The wife will be watching it and not being on her phone. And I'm on my phone and watching it and still asking me questions about the show. So I don't get it. Oh, it just happened. Am I right? Oh, my gosh. Are you for real? I'm not a big golfer, are you? Yeah, I'm big and I like to golf, so yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I've never tried it because I'm scared if I, I swing that club, it's going to just go right into the ground and I'm going to like hurt yeah. myself. Yeah, that happens. Yep. It I, does? Oh, yeah. See, I, yeah, I'm never doing it. You take a big divot out of the ground, it doesn't like stick and you hurt yourself. I mean, you, I suppose if you really buried it into the ground, but uh, but I like golf and I just don't get to do it as much. So I used to be better at it. Now I'm not as good as I used to be. But yeah. Well, in Mississippi, I didn't know they had alligators there. But I guess at the 12th hole, somebody hit their ball and an alligator took off with it. What do you do in that situation? <laughs> Chase like, after it and take it back? Or do you just put a new ball down? I think you'd have to put a new ball down. Now, if you were really bad at golf, maybe you'd want your ball soaked in like something that would attract alligators. So it might help you out. Like you're like, if your shot was a little rough, you could be like, oh, the alligator got another one. And you just kind of throw it out there again. I'll just drop it right over here. (laughs) What would Happy Gilmore do? Chase after it, beat it up, and take the golf ball back. He would. I think he did it in the movie. Yeah, he sent it to the guy, and that's what ended up killing the guy that was helping (laughs) him. Yeah, it took the guy's hand, too. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You play golf with your kids, or what do you do? Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, this same kind of thing happened to me. I think. I'm not sure what happened. I'm not great at golf, but I I can have a good shot here and there. And uh, me and my son were at the Elks Golf Course. And in the evenings, deer come out and they're walking around the course with you. And they're all over. And it's cool, actually. I drive. I can't remember if I was on the second, maybe third hole at the Elks. But I, I drive and it's a nice, long couple hundred yards. And it starts getting out of sight. But it's straight in the fairway. There's no trees. There's no rocks. There's nothing. No pond. No water straight so we go cruising up there to get my ball and we can't find it we went farther we went shorter we all circles we're looking all over and then these deer over and they kind of got a little suspicious look on their face (laughs) and i'm wondering i'm like did that mama and that little fawn that baby deer they mess with my balls you know what i mean like are they messing with my golf balls because i'll come after them you know what i mean you don't mess with my golf balls they'll eat anything 
Maybe they did. I even fed a deer a pineapple one time. I feel kind of bad because their tummy can't handle a Titleist 4. First of all, listener discretion is advised. Yeah. We're about to talk about poo emergencies. This is a crappy topic. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. You're in a certain location and you have to go to the bathroom and there is a no bathroom in sight. No. Uh-uh. What no. do you do, Brennan? What do you do in this circumstance? Well, like I said uh, yesterday, I do my Kegels, so I'm pretty usually pretty locked up tight. But I also, I also envision it like like you know in movies when a pressure chamber is about to blow, like maybe it's a submarine or it's a whatever, right? And you got they got the gauge and it's always pegged out and there's steam leaving and and somebody's like it's about to blow and the whole scene's going bad. That's what I feel like my insides are doing. No, we can't hold the pressure any longer. You know, stuff's quivering down there. Have you ever had a um, an explosion in your pants? No. I mean, well, you know, because of like maybe the food I've eaten, had a little food poisoning. My, my, I mean, my butt's gleeked in my underwear before, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> but, a butt gleek. Yeah, you That know. should be added to the Webster's Dictionary. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, sharding and stuff. It happens, you know. But, we're human. Yeah. It's, it's how not, we're built. It's, I can't say it's an annual or, <laughs> or even a monthly, weekly, or daily situation, thankfully, yet in my life. But What yeah. about on your cleanse days with your diet? No, it's not like that. The cleanse days are like that. It doesn't, it doesn't do that. Oh, okay. But yeah. But yeah I, well, I'm not sure what was going on with this woman, but she was running a marathon and this happened to her. Oh, wow. Yeah, she signed up for the Philadelphia Marathon, and she was the 10th or 11th one Okay, okay. In, in the race. That's hard, because there's usually a lot of runners. Yeah. <laughs> so she was in line for the bathroom when she realized the race was starting, so oh she boy. didn't get to go. But when she started running, she suddenly really had to go. <laughs> <I was> like, well. <laughs> she was having some digestive issues. <laughs> so she stopped at the first porta potty that she saw. The marathon that I did did not have porta potties. Like, you had to run out in the ditch. Talk about motivation. <laughs> yeah. So she jumps into this porta potty, and luckily there was about, you know, a mile into the race. So she came out feeling five pounds lighter. <laughs> So she kept running, but the issues continued. So over the first 16 miles, she had to stop at nine different porta potties. Holy cow! <laughs> and she says her strategy at that point was to just sprint as fast as she could <laughs> from one to another. But here's the greatest part of the whole story: things finally settled down around mile 17. So she. <laughs> She finished the race, and because of all of the sprinting, her final time was a new personal best. <laughs> the first 17 miles this went on? Yes. <laughs> she finished in three hours and 38 minutes. Wow. I mean, but honestly, talk about motivation. I know. I mean, let's get your butt in gear. <laughs> so all you marathon runners out there, if you want to improve your time, just take some laxatives before the race. Hold up. So hold up. So her personal best time included potty stops. Yes. Her stopping, doing the deed, wiping up and running faster to the next, sprinting yes. to the next. Wow. It's a porty potty run. It's, it's a whole new meaning to the runs. If you're trying to not lose weight before the holidays, 
I got your back. Okay. Okay. Because Pop Tarts, they want us to slather them with butter. <laughs> they claim it's the thing people do. I, um, uh, what have you? What have you? What have you toasted them? Pulled it out and then just put a chunk of butter on top and let it melt. Oh, take me to Jesus! Oh yes, allow it, allow it. That's a good pop tart. Pop tarts themselves are gonna make you fat. You know what I like to do with putting my pop butter tart? on them is going above and beyond. I like to take my pop tart and dip it in peanut butter, or maybe if I'm on a health kick, I take my pop tart and use it to scoop my oatmeal. Oh my I'm all gosh! About I'm all about health. I'm going to die just listening to that. Yeah, what? No, that's good stuff. I think I have diabetes just from you saying that around me. Well, with the butter, your cholesterol is going to be happy that you got the diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. The diabetes. It's diabetes. Diabetes. What is your favorite flavor of Pop-Tart? Just the plain, like, well, I guess I can't say plain. It's the strawberry one. Me too. Or whatever. The the other flavors are good. A blueberry's okay. That's my second. The cinnamony one, I don't dig. It's too much. I don't know what it is. I just, it's okay, but I don't like it. But I, I like the plain strawberry. I think the cinnamon one is the one that's always left in the variety box. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kind of like the yep. oatmeal with the, the multi flavors. Kind of the outcast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like it'll do, but maybe with butter on it though. Oh. What? You know, we should make a Pop-Tart casserole. How do you eat your Pop-Tart? Do you just go at it like... Nah, 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 nah. I don't cook it. You don't cook it? Eat it raw. Okay. Or whatever. And But do you like eat it or do you like make a love to it? So I make love to my Pop-Tart. I eat the corners. I eat the edges. And then I like to take the two, the bottom and the and the upper layer, and I slide them apart. So I got two separate pieces. Kind of like trying to peel back an Oreo, you know? I make love to my pop tart. Wow! Don't two come in a re- like a package? Yep, that's get right. You get so you could like fun. make a pop tart sandwich. Yeah, just you know, put the butter in the middle. Wow, that's a oh lot my of, gosh! It's a lot. You of know, butter. it's been years since I've had a pop tart. I'm not. This is a little bit of a sidestep, but I'm not a huge butter fan. Like, as in, like, give me the knife, let me dip in and get some butter and put it on something. I'm more of the spray. Like, that's so much more convenient. Spray butter. Oh, my gosh. Why would you need to? Could you imagine trying to, because you got all the confetti or whatever that is on top of your Pop-Tart, trying to spread the butter on it. It's coming. It's making a mess. With the spray butter, it's just, and you just go to town. Oh, no. Yeah. Give me some fresh bread and a stick of butter. I'll eat it all. No. No, spray butter. That's where it's at. It's the only way to go. I don't know what to do with you now. It's the only way to live. No, you haven't lived. I never thought I would hear these words in the same sentence. Paul Rudd, sexiest man alive. I mean, he's not bad looking. He's all right. So his mom judged this, right? I don't. I think he's a good looking dude. However, I can, without thinking too hard, think of like five people that are better looking. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Matt McConaughey, The Rock, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's even Kevin better. Hart. He's a little cute guy. He's like the size of my heart. So what? He's good looking. You know, he's little, you know, but still what? So he's still cute. And then um, who else? I mean, gosh, what's that one dude that's on all the Fast and Furious, but he's got a shaved head and he's got that accent and he's in like- Vin Diesel? Transporter. Uh, Vin Diesel's in there too, but but he's in like Transporter. I don't know what his name is, but he's a good looking dude. And then there's Paul Rudd, you know? Wow. Paul Rudd slapping the bass. Yes, a lot of Hottie Paul Rudd. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, 
you know, dad bods are in. He's kind of, I don't know how old he is. What's he got to be 48 or something? 46? I'd hate to see who the non-sexiest man alive is. Or like the top five of their list and they're sitting there looking at the top five. What was it like? Matthew McConaughey, Paul Rudd, (laughs) Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and they pick Paul Rudd. They're like, you know what, guys? I really think Paul Rudd stands out, you know? Name one sexy thing about him. Slapping the bass. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. He knows how to slap the bass. Well, I've been doing some studying on some new dating trends. Okay. Because we got to keep up with the times. We got to, you know, learn the language of these Gen Zers. Mm -hmm. Get that lingo down, even though we're probably not going to be dating anytime soon. Right. But, you know, when they're talking to us about their dating, we need to know what they're saying. Yep. There's some new terms out there, and I'm going to teach you some new vocabulary. I'm down. (laughs) Communidating. Um, this what? is using dating dating apps not just for dating and intimate relationships, but also to make friends and connections. All righty then. Communidating. Communidating. Now, I'm going to test you on this okay. later. Okay. <laughs> Deja vuing. All right. <laughs> Doing the same things with a new partner that you did with your ex. Mm, like same restaurant, same date, yeah. same Maybe hey, same vacation. Let's go out. To, let's go up to Deadwood for the weekend. <laughs> this one makes me laugh. Hand anticipation. Oh. Now this is when you're <laughs> unsure about the physical boundaries that are acceptable, like whether to hug, shake hands, fist bump. Oh. That's not what I thought it was going to be. That's not mean. what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> My, how things have changed. What about hesitating? Hesitating. Hesitating. Hmm. This is when you're unsure if you want to date seriously or casually because life is so weird and uncertain right now. All right. So you're dating somebody and you're like, hey, we might be married. We might hook up tonight. I'm not sure. I might also never call you again. That's hesitating. That's hesitating. Huh. What about resigning? Now, this is when you end a serious relationship due to perspective (laughs) and clarity gained through the pandemic. So do you send them like a resignation letter? Yeah. You don't break up with them anymore. It's resigning. To whom it may concern. I feel like our relationship has come to a close. It's not you. It's not me. I just feel like my needs are better served somewhere else. Yeah. Do you get like a severance package too yeah. if you're resigning? <laughs> resigning. Here is your severance package. This was the <laughs> gift I planned on giving you this holiday season. <laughs> Hopefully it's not in the form of a cream that yeah. you're going to need. We will no longer be together. So here's the watch. <laughs> <laughs> Darwinning. This is when you refuse to date somebody who doesn't believe in science. Okay. Darwinning. Darwinning. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, vacations. This is the final one. Vacations. Vacations. Taking someone you just started dating on a vacation because, you know, YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> Why not, I suppose? I mean, you really get to know that person when you realize what they come rolling in with their luggage, how they travel. Are you sharing a room with them? Mm-hmm. <sighs> now you let's know. remind the older folks what YOLO is. But what is YOLO? You don't know what YOLO is? Isn't it like... You only live once. Oh. It's an acronym. Oh. For some reason, I was thinking it was like BOGO, buy one, get one free. Wow, am I that old now? Don't even know what YOLO means. I know you're looking at selling your home. Uh-huh. What would your home sell for right now? I don't know, 320 or so, depending on the offers, I guess. I don't know. 1000 right? 320000 yeah. Well, George Washington's estate... 
is going to sell for $50 million. Oh, yeah. I have enough equity. I could uh, not pay much down on that. <laughs> That's like a record amount. That's a lot of money. Yeah, what's 10% of that? 10% down. 10% down is still $50,000, $500,000. Yeah, good Whoa. math. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, Mount Vernon Estate sold for a record $50 million. It sits on 16 acres of land and consists of seven bedrooms, 13 bathrooms, and a three-bedroom, three-bath guest house. So if you got to move into this house, what what would be the first thing you would do? 13 bathrooms? Yeah. I guess I'd try to use each bathroom. (laughs) Yes, typical male, (laughs) marking your territory. Be like, oh my gosh, there's 13 of them, and that one might stink. I'll go on to the next one. You know, like... (laughs) You could honestly dirty a toilet or dirty a whole bathroom, come back the next, like, for a month, and then move on to the next bathroom. And you never have to clean a toilet the whole year. I can see you and Megan moving into this house, George Mm -hmm. Washington's estate, right? Yeah, yeah. You got your kids. They're, like, settling settling into their bedrooms. Their friends are coming over and playing. Yeah, they're in the south wing. Yeah, (laughs) running through the hallways, finding the secret passages. Megan's putting away the dishes and decorating and... And your friends are coming over, and, and Brandon's just nowhere to be found. And Megan's like, yeah, he's still marking his territory yeah. 13 colonies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which colony am I pooping in? <laughs> it's you know? weird that there's 13 bathrooms. That is weird. I mean, I get it. There's probably guest rooms, right? So you have meetings or fam- or friends over, so there's bathrooms attached to it, I suppose. I don't know. Why seven bedrooms and 13? That's almost two bathrooms per bedroom. Yeah, and then the guest quarters. One one for going one, one for going number two. Like, I don't know. Why even have on. a guest house if you have seven bedrooms? I mean, everybody just goes and stays in the guest house because they don't know what to do with that big of a home. They don't want to walk. I mean, how far is of a walk to the bathroom? You get up at night and you're like, I'll be back in 30 minutes. I got to go use the bathroom. <laughs> which one? Yeah, which one? I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there. You know, <laughs> what do you do? You could have a, a bathroom for different types of restroom breaks. It's all by the color of the door. <laughs> yeah. This is the brown bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's the yellow one. Oh, boy. And everybody has their own yellow and brown bathrooms. If you see the red door, don't go in. <laughs> Or should we say before hours because it's so early? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've seen lots of incentives for getting vaccinated. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everything from scholarships and mm-hmm. cash, beer, trucks, even guns. Wow. But yeah. Austria, man, they have it figured out what people really want. Yep. There's a brothel in Vienna. They're offering free sex to anyone who gets vaccinated on site. What? Wait, hold up, though. <laughs> you want to? You don't want to go to a brothel and get vaccinated? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, people are doing it. They have a vaccination booth, and anyone who gets jabbed can spend 30 minutes with a lady of their choice. <laughs> jab for some jabbing. Ooh la la. <laughs> They wow. didn't elaborate on what happens in those in those thirty minutes, so uh, not really sure what exactly they get. And it's not just for minutes. men; women are welcome to take advantage of this deal too. All right. This is funny. One guy said he was planning to get vaccinated eventually, but then you know he pulled the trigger when he heard about the brothel. Well, yeah, naturally, a little incentive <laughs> like that. Just the word brothel; it's so um, comforting. You, you know, think like so? well, kind of like like broth it takes you to soup, like tomato soup and grilled cheese. You know, when you're sick or something, or you're at home, it's a cool evening. You want a little broth, you know, brothel. Kind of, yeah. it's comforting, like a good warm blanket. 
<laughs> but totally different. The owner of the brothel says this pandemic has cut his business by 50%. You know, so he wants as many people as possible to get the shot. Yeah. And not maybe they should offer other things as well, like uh, creams and... <laughs> protections other shots yeah <laughs> penicillin <laughs> yeah. you know because when i go into a brothel the first thing on my mind is geez i wonder if this girl's vaccinated yeah. for covid hazmat <laughs> suits i don't think that's a thing you know <laughs> i'm if i'm at a brothel i'm pretty much throwing caution to the wind mm-hmm. you know like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little saying, concerned because it it only you know says vaxxed it doesn't say waxed yeah you know? yeah that's, that could get hairy you know it's a situation Brandon, name this movie. Okay. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. I got nothing. Elf. Oh yeah. Okay. Will okay, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. A Christmas movie. Well, I don't. I can't quote that movie line for line, but it is definitely every year a movie you got to watch come Christmas. I, I love that part in the movie where he's walking down New York and there's a coffee shop in the <laughs> in the window. They have a sign that says "Best mm-hmm. Cup of Coffee in the World," and he walks in and he's like, "You did it! You did it!" Congratulations! You know, like <laughs> yeah, you made the best like copy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude can make a movie really funny. He can also ruin some stuff too. He's he's funny, but he's not that. He's kind of weird sometimes. I've never seen a bad Will Ferrell movie. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. I haven't either. But he can only play Will Ferrell. I've never seen him be like in a serious role or change things up, which is fine. He doesn't need to. He does really good as Will Ferrell. So you think he acts like Buddy the Elf in real life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he puts syrup on his spaghetti and sprinkles Skittles. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That I wouldn't work that. for me. I've always wanted to try that. I wish I had the metabolism of an elf. I know. But I don't want the ears. Yeah. Well, he didn't have them because he really wasn't a elf. Oh. But a prop store is auctioning off his costume from that movie. Wow. It's like that green suit uh-huh. and it's got... A fur collar and yellow tights. Yeah, and I think it's gross. Like looking at him wearing that. Uh, I don't think you it's know gross. The, like the swass and stuff. Oh, I'm sure he's got a lot of swass. He's a hairy dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess how much it's sold for. Just take uh, a guess. I don't know. Thirty thousand dollars. Forty thousand dollars. Oh no. Oh no. Three hundred thousand dollars. What? Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do with it? It was only expected to bring thirty to forty thousand. Oh, but it sold for three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, it's a good movie, and he's a really good actor. But is it really that much? I mean, that's a what do you, what would you do with something like that, Amy? You'd what? have to put it in like a shadow box. Yeah, you can't really like put oh, yeah. it on and wear it on Halloween. That's what those things are called. But yes, and then what do you do? Bring people over and be like, hey. I know the value of my home is only $320,000. Come in here, check out this $300,000 costume I bought. <laughs> Let's all take a peek at it all year round. But it's got Will Ferrell's swass in it. Do you put it in the shed? Like, you take Christmas decorations down? Do you put it back in the shed? Or, like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. You, you get it out at Christmas. Do you decorate your Christmas tree with it? You put, like, the hat on the top of the tree and just kind of spread the outfit around? $300,000. It is the Christmas tree. Like, <laughs> I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. We talk about this every year. Mm-hmm. The toys that are nominated for the Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah. And last year, you know, it was it was pretty good. We had Jenga in there, some sidewalk chalk, baby Nancy. Yeah. But this year. Sideway, sidewalk chalk. That cracks me up. I don't know why, but I'm like. Oh, my son loves sidewalk be, chalk. Well, it's the coolest thing ever. But it's so weird to think that, like, the inventor of that's like, yeah, I'm in the Hall of Fame. You know? <laughs> well, there's three toys this year. And one of them is very interesting. 
Okay. You know, I get American Girl dolls. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yep. cool. Risk. Yep. You know the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But listen to the third one. Okay. Sand. Like from a beach or a sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> and there were several that were turned away, like Battleship and Billiards, Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh. But sand? Oh, no. You must wait, Battleship. I know you've been around for many time, and many kids have enjoyed you, but sand... It is time for sand. Yeah. And during certain times of the year, you can get the sand with the cat turds in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That comes complete. I wonder if that's in the Hall of Fame as well. I mean, yeah. it's just all we are. Or maybe are. it's its own. It's a glorified litter box is what it is. But yeah. <laughs> wow. Can you believe that? Sand. That's funny. <laughs> What's next? Boy, boy, I wonder if sand is just literally flying off the shelves. Yeah, snow <laughs> will be on there next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snow. Melted snow, too. Melted snow. Get your kids some melted snow today by Hallsboro. Available at Walmart. <laughs> How out of shape are you feeling? Because I'm feeling pretty out of shape. Well, I'm definitely not in the best shape I've ever been in. Um, <laughs> unless round is a shape. I mean, I've, I feel a little better because I've lost some weight, mm-hmm. but I haven't really done anything to get in better shape about it. So, like, I don't pass out tying my shoe, you know, but... I'm having a hard time finding that that oomph to get started. Like yeah. I lost that 50 pounds and I was feeling really good mm-hmm. and now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the the opposite. I reversed it. Yeah, well. And uh, tons of pain all over. Oh yeah. My half ton ankles, my half ton knees are like, bro, you're at least a ton and a half here. We need to <laughs> we need to figure out what's going on. I have to like when I'm laying down in bed, I have to like rock back and forth to get up <laughs> <laughs> to, to get momentum. I have to lift. And it a, hurts. I lift a leg and pull on my thigh. Like, <laughs> you should see me put my underwear on in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Sometimes I have to like. It's like a gamble. Is my foot gonna make it through the hole? Yeah, it's. A, you have to like. Okay, here we go now. <laughs> do you Come do on, that? Opening. Come on, opening. I, I've done it. I've lived that life when I hurt my back and I couldn't quite bend over, right, and get like a foot up at the same time. And so it was kind of like a. You almost like shuffle your feet over your underwear on the ground, and then you have to kind of like bend over and try to pick them up. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the worst thing that I do in the morning is put my socks on. <laughs> Oh, man, that is like, that is a chore. Yeah. Just thinking about it. I just dread it. Why are you sweating? Have you been doing sit-ups? No, I put my freaking socks on. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine the sports bra? Yeah. <laughs> Putting it on and taking it off is a workout. I'm stuck. And you got your arms up in the air. <laughs> I've help. been there. I've been there. Douglas, come Douglas! help me. And he just comes in and fiddles around. <laughs> Seriously, I am like in the worst shape of my life. You know, people are like, I'm in the best shape of my life ever. Yeah. I'm I'm the opposite right now. I don't remember even when I was <laughs> in the best shape of my life. I don't remember ever saying. <laughs> it hasn't saying, happened yet? I don't remember ever saying I'm in the best shape of my life because I was in good shape, but I honestly thought there was more. <laughs> it turns out, <laughs> no, when there's I was, not. <laughs> when I was in my 30s, I was in the best shape of my life. Yeah, no. No, um, I, I was wanna... doing one arm push ups and pull ups and running, and now that's a nightmare. I worked out at East West and we worked pretty hard. It was a, a pretty physically demanding job. And uh, and I was 20, and then I turned 21 and gained like 20 pounds from drinking, and then just was like, here I am, two kids later, my body's just completely let go. I know people can relate. 
Oh, yeah. I think we need to turn this into a Roadhouse 5. Yes. The Roadhouse. Five. Five signs you are out of shape. Number five. Forget lifting weights. You pulled your back muscle pumping gas. <laughs> Number four. The only yoga position you can hold is the lying downward dog. <laughs> Number three. You traded in your stationary bike for a stationary chair. Number two, when you walk into your gym, they change the name to 24-second fitness. And finally, number one, five signs you are out of shape. You have the build of an astronaut. And that astronaut is William Shatner. The Roadhouse. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Everybody loves a good high-speed chase with the cops. Oh, yeah. But you you don't really hear about low-speed chases very often. Until today. <laughs> There's a such thing. Yeah, a guy named Sammy did this <laughs> in Indiana. I'm so thankful for this story. He stole a street sweeper from a construction site, okay? Mm-hmm. And the cops are, like, chasing him. <laughs> but they could have, like, ran up to him and pulled him out of it, I think. Hurry up. He's going to clean up the joint. <laughs> yeah, he was going 10 to 15 miles an hour, and they couldn't stop him. Wow. At one point, they even put out the... The spikes in the road, mm-hmm. and he was going so slow he was able to drive around him. <laughs> he, he crashed into a garage and almost flipped the street sweeper over. Nobody ran up beside it and jumped on and said, "Stop!" No, <laughs> you know, or... come on, guys, come on. Oh, yeah, you know the RCPD would have got this guy right away. Oh, they would have just, hey, if you could uh, go up and down Haynes a couple more times, let's sweep this up, or maybe hit up. Let's go down over to Mount Rushmore Road. We'll suck up some of that gravel and stuff, too. From, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll chase you around. This chase finally ended when he drove it right into a river. Whoa. And then he started running. Well, you got to rinse it out, I guess. And then he was knocked over by a dog. Police dog. <laughs> yeah. So the people get couldn't get him. The cars couldn't get him. But that dog sure did. I mean, there's something a guy don't think about. You know, nice slow chase. You know, just... Why you gotta be so fast? Why is everything gotta be in such a rush? I know. Slow down. Take a take a you know street sweeper. Try to catch me now. You know, <laughs> you stand out a little, but that's it. Someone stole a street sweeper. This man stole a street sweeper. Oh hell no! Y'all see this? Oh, he going to the pond? No man, no. I don't understand this study, but okay. I'll tell you the study, and then you tell me if we should try it. Okay. Because research is showing that it's not about how long you sleep, but rather when you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a healthy heart. Okay. To lower your risk for heart disease, they say to go to bed between 10 and 11 p.m. Yeah. They've been testing 88,000 adults over the past six years, and this is what they come up with. Okay. Do you think they did this study, they, they finally wrapped it all up, and they... They get all their researchers around the table, and they're like, 10 and 11. That's what we came up with. That's and do you think they were like, you better go recheck your math? Yeah. There had to have been a couple people at the table going, I don't think so. Yeah, I think you I should go think back so, and bud. try again. I don't think so, bud. And well, he's like, well, I already released it. No. <laughs> Who are they testing? 88,000, like... I mean, maybe 10 or 11 if you wake up at 6 or 7 in the morning, maybe. But if you wake up at 3 or 4 in the morning like we do, then that doesn't work out. I mean, if you go to bed at 10 and wake up at 4, that's uh, it's a certain amount of sleep. What is that, six hours? Yeah. That's not enough. It's on the urge of it, though. I mean, I could do that, you know, but I don't want to. 
This might be like a good study for dogs. Yeah. yeah exactly. I don't really think it's for me. Well, I know for me, sometimes we go to bed at like 8, 39, and uh, we wrestle for a little while. So sometimes it might be 10 o'clock before we get to bed, but I'm tired the next day. The alarm still goes off, and that just doesn't work for me. Does it include a nap in the afternoon? It doesn't say anything about a nap. But if I take a nap in the afternoon, I'm definitely not going to be falling asleep until 11 o'clock. If I get too much sleep, though, on the other hand, I'm lethargic and tired. Like, I'm worse than... I have to get that seven, eight hours. That six to eight hour window is about what it is for sleep for me. I don't know. Do you think we should try this? Yeah, I'm down. Okay, I'll go to bed at 10. You go to bed at 11. What? Okay, Brandon, tell us all what scams you have fallen for. Because there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple. So that long time ago, I shared the story about me ordering the RC car off of Facebook. It was marked down from 350 bucks to $100. And I'd seen the advertisement for forever and really didn't think nothing of it. Clicked on it. Looked all legit and everything. Ordered it. And uh, they sent me a toothbrush (laughs) with a a note that said, we are so far behind and we are so sorry and all that blah, 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 blah. I just threw it all away. Because that was the beginning of the pandemic. So I'm like, I don't know what's in this toothbrush. Did you ever get your money back for that? Um, I don't recall. I need to double check that. I think I did, but I wasn't really paying that close That's attention. That's a $100 bill, y'all. It is. And then just recently, I went ahead and did it again. Not an RC car. <laughs> but seen an advertisement pop up and was like, hey, these little nudie-looking jackets. You know, like the nudie suits? Like the, like... Um, like a hairy chest? No, not like nude. Nudie as in the designer. Oh. Uh, jackets, like Old West style stuff, right? And I was like, oh, this jacket looks sweet. And it was only 50 bucks, 10 bucks shipping. I'm like, oh, let's do it. Ordered that baby up. I take screenshots of everything. So it's like, you know, I've got a little bit of proof or whatnots. Nothing. Wow. And I paid for it through PayPal. So it's not like, you know, they got anything. But I'll be able to hopefully get my money back. But... I ordered it the beginning of October. I was hoping to have it for Halloween and have not received a nothing. Well, you know, like Amazon. Maybe next Halloween. Amazon will say, hey, your order has shipped. Yeah. You know, and other other places too, not just Amazon. Your order shipped, it's on its way. I haven't gotten nothing. Nothing. Not a thank you for your order. Nothing. My goodness. Yep. Well, I've fallen for a few pyramid schemes. I remember mm. in my 20s, I, I got into that you know mail things from your house like they would send you a bunch of envelopes and you'd like stuff envelopes wow yeah i got i did that didn't even last a day and i've bought things on facebook before yep, yep. like uh, the, they'll i saw this toy that looked mm-hmm. like a magnet and just kind of things like floated and stuff and mm-hmm. i and i bought that and it turned out being like fishing line <laughs> connecting the pieces together i've fallen for that and i've bought clothes that i thought looked really really cute and then mm-hmm. when i received them they were like super small yeah. and just shaped weird. Yeah. That's happened to me a few times, but yeah, that's about it for me. The wife's done that, ordered stuff, and she knew it was going to be small, ordered like a double X, and when it showed up, it looked like it was fit a doll. Yeah. Like a baby doll. It's like, yeah, it was like kids' clothes. <laughs> what in the world is wrong with this thing? <laughs> well, the Better Business Bureau is warning everybody about scams because it's the holiday season, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to toys. Mm-hmm. They say to only buy toys from reputable stores or websites. Don't be fooled by extra low prices. You know, it could be too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And research before you buy. Yeah. That's so. it right there. I, you know, my thing is if I'm going to order it online, I only spend the amount of money I'm willing to gamble. 
yeah. like, hey, if I'm out a hundred bucks, I can still make my bills. Life is okay. Fifty bucks, okay. The worst thing would be is if they somehow get your information. That's where it's like I only do it if I'm using PayPal or something like that to protect myself from yeah. it. But, but I don't know. Yeah. Two tips from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Just use your tip. PayPal. Yeah, and also don't send money to a Nigerian princess. Oh, because that never, that never works. works out. No, I've wondered I've, where my return on that investment was. Okay, like we said, it is Prank Call Friday. Today's lucky person is going to be Kelsey from Home Slice Media, who is in charge of Mountain West Beer Fest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mountain West Beer Fest is going on tomorrow from noon until 5 inside the monument. If you don't already have your tickets, I don't know what you're doing. You can go to mountainwestbeerfest.com to find out all the deets on that. Yeah, it's never too late to try to get a booth, right? Oh, yeah. So you're saying there's an actual beer fest going on? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. man, I want to go. Can I get some tickets? Yeah, are you ready to call her up? Well, let's give her a dingle. I could get you. I got you, Matt. Don't you worry about it. All right, thanks. Yeah, you can come as my date. I don't want to be your date. Hi, this is Kelsey. Hi, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, I was forwarded off to you. I called down... Uh, to the area there, I don't know, but they sent me off to you, and I was wondering. I got a uh, my own little brewery started up. If it was too late to bring it down to the beer fest this weekend, um, what brewery are you with? Well, it's, it's a brand new one. It's better than it sounds. Brewery. Are you with a? Are you affiliated with a distributor? I'm not. I'm just about. I'm about to finish all that stuff up. I've got a couple of really good flavors that I'd really like to promote this weekend if uh, I really just need a little area. Um, can you send me this information in an email? I need the name of your brewery and just kind of a quick recap. Our floor plan and maps and everything are finalized. Um, oh, so yeah. I'm not sure that we're going to be able to get you in. Well, check this um, out. What do, you, what do you think about this, though? If I'm set up... And uh, and I start pouring some of these flavors I just come up with. They're amazeballs. Uh, it's uh, the first one. It's like black jelly bean. Kind of tastes a little bit like black licorice. It's not too bad. And that's that's super awesome. But I gotta have all that information before we can. We I can't do it based on based on product. It has to be affiliated with an actual brewery. I can't do a homebrew situation. So I would need, you, my I friends, need your. My friends Info, call this next flavor urine. I just call it flo- uh, warm. It's kind of frothy. I just serve it warm. We got another flavor called like athlete's foot. It's weird sounding, but it's more of an athletic beer. Kind of like uh, knockoff on the McUltras. I also got another one. It's got chunks in it. It's okay, called sir. Vomit. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your pitch and telling me about the beers, but oh, yeah. like I said I got to have all that information before we can proceed. Well, so if you could email me that info, and then we can take a look at the map and see if I even have a spot, that is very fair, which I'm maybe, happy to do, but we'll have to get moving on it now. Maybe you sound kind of pretty. You want to swing by and sample a couple of these? Maybe it's not even worth uh, coming down there. <laughs> this is Amy and Brandon. <laughs> I'm just it? screwing with you. It's Amy and Brandon. Oh. God, you guys are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to. I don't care about your jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs>
He uh, didn't even get to the belly button lint beer. Yeah, we had belly button lint and mama's oh placenta beer that we were going to try to deliver. <laughs> yeah, mama's placenta. That's the best one. That's yeah, my favorite. Now when you got to chew on a little bit before you... <laughs> <laughs> but no, we just thought we'd call him you prank call. You would not believe how close that is to some of the actual sales <laughs> pitches I get. <laughs> yeah, I that believe poor thing. We could have gone with that for a while, except for then as soon as you said that, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's starting to sound like Brandon. <laughs> well, we right. know you're busy, Kelsey. Thank you for what you do, and we love you. Love you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so every day this week, you've been coming in and asking me, did you watch Yellowstone yet? Did you watch Yellowstone yet? I know. What a complete 180 from last year when I didn't watch Yellowstone and you did. I know. And now here we are. I finally watched it. Yeah? What would you think? It was the best two hours of my life. Oh, it was good, huh? Oh, yeah. it was so good. I'm so glad John Dutton is alive. Well, don't. we should have thrown out a warning. What if people haven't seen it yet? Oh, no! Well, hey, a uh, feed of a warning. We're going to talk about Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Plug your ears if you haven't watched it. And if yep. you haven't watched it yet, <laughs> yeah. you might need to take it to Wedgie Town. Yeah, I mean, come on. Get up on the old uh, whatever device and watch it. <laughs> the whatever device. Yeah, whatever. Whatever your pleasure is. And watch your watch your show. <laughs> you know, wow. get on there. Is it the television in the bedroom? Is it the one in the, in the living room? So tell what me, tell me, what did you love about it? Um, well, there's too much um, to like narrow down. But I thought definitely by far the coolest part was I kept thinking to myself, why don't they do something to the dude? Though the, the one slicked back hair guy that's always fly fishing. He's got weird hair. And I'm like, why don't they, what is the deal with this? He's always out by himself. Why don't they just off him somewhere, you know? But then at the end of it, when he walked up with that cooler, and I won't say how because just in case, but that was freaking cool. Yeah. What kind of, was that a rattlesnake? Oh, yeah. At, how did it kill him so fast? I don't, I don't know. I've never been bit by a rattlesnake. But yeah, it was real. Copperhead, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a snake professional. That happened like within minutes. Well, in the show. I mean, he walked quite a bit of distance from the creek. So who knows how long it, it was, but maybe 10 minutes. Who knows? Five minutes. But he sat there with his boot on it, you know, on his chest. And he's like, all right, bye. Yeah. And nobody will ever know that, you know, he was murdered. They're yeah. just going to look like he was bitten by a snake. Yeah. Which is awesome. Unless they find the footprints. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Could that be coming up in an episode? You never know. No, the cops are on the Dutton side. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, I think they are. Yeah. And Beth, she is just such, she's mm. just so cool. Hold on. Can we also say that, like, wait a minute, I was not expecting the side boob. Like, what? I was like, hello. The what? Yeah. You, they didn't show that part when you watched it? I, I must have missed it. <laughs> Oh, I caught it. I rewound it and watched what, it again what, to show the wife. What part? Like, where uh, she was um, wrestling, we'll call it, <laughs> in the bedroom with, um, what's his name, Rip. Okay. And uh, the light was just right. It was a magical moment. It was a magical moment. Well, they've shown her whole thing before. Oh, they have? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And, and the then, backside and everything. Yeah, they showed her back. Which, when she bathes outside, you know. It was all, her back was all burnt up. That's kind of what they were more showing. But Yeah. Don't you remember when she took a bath outside? No, I don't remember that part. Oh, yeah. I must not have watched that episode. <laughs> Kevin Phillips talks about that episode all the time. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm going to have to go check that out. <laughs> but I love how Beth, she's such an introvert, but she's the, the type of introvert that just speaks how every other introvert wants to. Yeah, she is. Like, she'll be like, please leave the room. 
Oh, or man. somebody starts a conversation yeah. with her, and she's like, "No, thank you. I don't feel like hearing this right now." Yeah, <laughs> you know. And she's rude about it, but yet not. But she is. Get the. She's out cool of my about face, it. You know. Yeah. yeah. But she I, orders like a very expensive martini and then tosses it on the guy. Oh, yeah. I love that. I was like, "What? That's the most gangster crap I've ever seen in my life." That was awesome. I want to be like that, but I'm, I can't. I'm I too can't nice. either. Yeah. I can't either. But, but I'm so glad that uh, the things with the boy that that she kind of met up with. Uh, I was like, wow, this is cool. They brought in a new character, and it was it's totally like Rip Jr. You know what I mean? Yes, it's like, this that. is so cool. I would love to have a Beth Dutton party, though, where we could all just be a bunch of jerks. I wonder how could that would go. Dress up like her. <laughs> just be jerks. Yeah. I mean, you know, just some for, could dress just up Just for a like couple her. hours. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. Sliding drinks at each other. Yeah. All of a sudden, somebody's going to actually get mad. Bathing outside naked. Maybe down. not. I'll go Maybe to the party not. then. I'll go to the party. I'll go to... Chaperone, take photos, whatever. I've always heard this about Will Smith and his wife Jada, that they had an open marriage. But I always thought that it was just rumor or hearsay and that I was just, you know, gossiping and spreading Hmm. false stuff. But it was just kind of fun to talk about. But uh, Will Smith, he's kind of touched about this in his memoir. He specifically talked about his relationship with his wife. And he said, we are pursuing unconditional love. We are pursuing the kind of love that everybody dreams about. And we just know the road doesn't look like everybody think it's supposed to look. But Hmm. both Will and Jada have shared publicly that they have an open marriage. Wow. So does an open marriage mean that they are with other people? Well, that's what I was about to ask you. What does that mean, open marriage? Open meaning... They're open to talk about anything and everything and nothing's really out of the question? Or does it open mean, because I assume it means that they're swingers. Yeah, that's what that's I was what thinking. That's what it comes down to. Like they now, go to the swingers trailer park. Now, I think, no, but by swingers, that means they go out and do things as a couple with another couple. But open, I think, means that they're free to date, you know, roam like, about. Yeah. yeah. I don't free know. Free to graze on other people's pastures. Yeah, I could know? never do that. Hey, you know, uh, I guess it's better to be open about it than to lie about it to your partner. And if you're both agreeance with it and you're okay with it, hey. Yeah, I just don't get it, I guess. I'm not sure if I could. Because I think that's like when you're in a marriage, that's what makes you as a couple special is you only share that with each other. Yeah. That's how I feel anyways. Yeah, that's how I was raised and what I was taught also. So, yes, I... That is true. It is something you share with somebody special. If you're sharing it with everybody else, and what's the difference? You go home and you're like, yeah, I just kind of had a little bit more fun with somebody else. What so. if you bring something home that you didn't need to bring home? Yeah, at the baggage claim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What Ooh. if, like, even as a baby or maybe as, like, a STD? I carry this ointment with me everywhere I go now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I have to visit to the doctor once marriage. a month because of this open marriage. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. You know, at the level of uh, stars that they are, their financial ability, I'm sure they're not just out at some corner bar picking up random who knows who i'm guessing it's a pretty clean situation but hey who knows are they turned on by this is that what it is yeah i don't know you know i i I haven't talked to will smith since (laughs) never (laughs) so (laughs) but i'd like to talk to jada what's up jada she's gorgeous she is handsome they're both they're both very talented yeah 
I've always been kind of a Will Smith fan. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> a little Willie style just popped in my head. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, but I've always been a Will Smith fan because just look at who he's become, who he is. I mean, he's he, a legend. He's like a, he was a rapper, I guess, if you call him that. You know, a musician. Then it was Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and then it was both music and Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and then all of a sudden he went into acting. And there's been other people who have done it, but they haven't been good at it. And he's really good at it. I yeah. think his movies and some of the the actors or the the people he's portrayed have been really good. I mean, he does a really good job. Yeah, from one extreme to the other. Like, yeah. he's done everything. Superhero. He's done sad movies. He's done romance yeah. movies. Just like, uh, I, I always mispronounce her name, Charlize Theron. Yeah, mm. I think she's an amazing actor. She's done that, too. She's like, he's like the... The male version of her. Well, yeah, because like in Hitch, that's a funny movie. You know what I mean? It's funny. Yeah, <laughs> he's done it all. But then he's been what's that that serious movie where he was like a single father trying to provide for his son. It was like a business thing, and in you know, it's a true story. It, yeah, it's a true story, and he played it like you watch that movie, and you're like, I can't believe that's Will Smith. Yeah, he did it with his son. And now there's a new movie coming out where he about the the Williams the pursuit sisters. of happiness the pursuit of happiness. I can't wait to but see that one. That's the the one you were talking about before. What's the new one? Oh. Where he's talking about Serena and whatever Williams, the tennis players, and he's he's playing the father, and they're coming out of like Compton or something. I have no idea, but he's King Richard. Yeah, King Richard, and he he's pushing him as a dad, you know, and and just the ideas and the stuff he has. I, I'm just talking about previews. I have no idea, right? But I can't wait to see that movie. Yeah. So if we have an open marriage like Will and Jada, will we be as famous? I don't Maybe know. that's the secret. I'm not sure if that's how it works yeah, out. Yeah, probably not. You gotta act first. Well, I guess this is a good way to get yourself not to eat candy. Yeah. I have never seen anything like this before. A four year old girl burned a hole in her tongue eating candy. Wow. What in the world? It was warheads, like in a <laughs> literal sense here. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so her mom was upstairs. Everybody else was in school, uh-huh, her siblings. Uh-huh. So she got into her older brother's Halloween candy. Uh-huh. Win for her. Yeah. yeah. And she had scarfed down about 10 yeah. of the warheads. Oh, no. And then she just started screaming. Her mom runs downstairs and just, she said she started crying because she's never seen anything like that before. Yeah, yeah. But apparently the acid in the warheads is what did it. What? They say here, dentists have since warned that sour sweets can prove hazardous for young children due to their high acid content. Wow. So it's the sourness. It wasn't like the red hot. It was uh, it one was of them sour. Yeah, the warheads. warheads. I, it's been, I, it's probably, I was four the last time I had a warhead, so I don't know. But yeah. Apparently but, this happened recently in Arkansas. Wow. That happened in Australia. This is Arkansas. And it happened in Arkansas as well. Well, what I don't get is so she had 10 warheads? Yeah. That's it. Wow. That's what, like a handful of warheads. Yeah. Are the warheads the hard candy? Like the one big hard marble looking thing? Or mm-hmm. is it like a bunch of little pebbles? Yeah. Well, no, they're like. They're like about that size, like a oh, like okay. a dime. Okay, but, but yeah, oval. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought like they a, are. Okay, yeah, but so you mean to tell me this kid put it in her mouth and then just let it sit there? Well, and she's burn probably sucking tongue? on it. Yeah, like wow, this is really good, but it kind of hurts a little bit. But it's kind of good, but it kind of hurts a lot of it. Now my tongue hurts even more. <laughs> what am I doing? Why, why wouldn't you spit it out? Why are these even allowed to be sold if this is what they do? That yes, very true question. 
But it, there's got to be a little bit on this kid, too. Like, you know, spit the candy out. I'm looking right? at a picture of her tongue right now, that and it's terrifying. Horrible. That looks horrible. It looks like a broken, like a blister on your hand, but it's your tongue. That's what it looks like, like a big blister busted open, and you got like the skin laying around, you know? Like Ouch. she stuck her tongue in boiling water. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. But I mean, like, you know, when you touch something hot with your hand, it's like, ow, and it'll leave you a blister, but it's instant. Yeah. It, there's no way that candy is like that. There's no way she put it in her mouth and was like, ow, puh, and yeah. spit it out, and it did that to her tongue. You know what I mean? It's got to be something. She sat there and was like, this is hurting. And she just sat there with it on her tongue. Like, but it's really good at the same time. It's so good, but my tongue is on fire. You is know? your mouth watering because we're talking about sour candy? No, no but I do kind of want some sour candy. No, look what it does to you. Yeah. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Do you like to eat turkey during... <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to eat turkey during Thanksgiving? Always. Well, you might need to go out and get one because I guess it's going to be harder and harder to find a turkey over the next couple weeks. Oh, dang. Supermarkets started stocking up early because of supply chain issues, mm-hmm. but they still might not have enough to meet demand. Mm. There's also other things that go along with our Thanksgiving meals that are yeah. going to be hard to find. Cranberry in a can. Yes, cranberry sauce. Yams and sweet potatoes. Oh, gosh, we can go without the yams. Stovetop stuffing. Also the generic Oof, brands. Can't miss that. Mm-mm. And pre-made refrigerated pies. Oh you know, my. people had a long time to prepare for this. Yeah. Why did they do this to us? Well, I think it'll be kind of a fun, interesting Thanksgiving then. If we're short on supplies that are normal, well, it'll be kind of like, you know, Let's get things together and make up our best Thanksgiving dinner okay, that so we can. What could we serve instead of these items? Like if we can't find any of this, instead of a turkey, mm-hmm. what could we serve? Um, I'm always pushing for prime rib no matter what. Ooh, yeah. I love prime rib. And it might not be, you know, traditional. It might not fit your ways, but my goodness, my mom can make a flipping good prime rib. Mm. Well, it's expensive. But it's so good. I'm not a huge fan of cranberry sauce, so I'm I'm okay with that one. Yeah, honestly, I don't. And mind. yams, I don't like yams either. No, I'm good without the yams. Yeah, I do like the, sweet potatoes. The stuffing and the sweet potatoes might be kind of a bummer. Yeah, stuffing. You could make your homemade stuffing. You just gotta like leave the bread out and let it get crunchy, yeah, and then weird. like chop it up and then pour Cut stuff the mold on it off and stuff. And yeah. then uh, <laughs> my mom also makes a really good broccoli something something or another. It's got like cheese, and it's the only way to eat broccoli. And there's better cheddars across the top yeah so if that stuff gets short then i'm gonna have some issues there so i'm gonna come to your house okay and eat no my i could not miss the food that my mom makes plus she's gonna teach me how to make a turkey this year oh i've never made one before really i know how to fry one oh i just don't know how to bake one in the oven nice fried because she always does it Mm. you know it'd be good too a smoked one smoking a turkey I'm not mm. a big fan of the smoke flavor. What? Mm-mm. You, we are not friends. Oh my gosh. Fine. What? Just go. I'll eat my turkey over here if I can find one. It's a feel good moment. Today's feel good moment is coming from Rhonda. Rhonda says, I just thought I would share with you something that happened to me one day when I was driving home from work. There was a man riding his Harley Davidson behind me. I didn't think anything of it until I turned off the highway to head towards home, and he turned too. Then I turned into another street, and he followed me again. I was starting to feel a bit nervous, especially when I turned into my own street, and he followed me there too. I pulled into my driveway, and he pulled up right behind me. 
I was feeling a little scared by then. He was all dressed up in his bike gear and I wondered what was going on. He came up to me to share with me that my tail lights were not working and he was concerned that I wasn't going to make it to my destination. I thanked him for his kindness and he got back on his bike and drove off. I learned an important lesson that day not to be so quick to judge people. He might have looked tough, but he had a heart of gold. Signed, Rhonda. It's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.